What is up, fellas? JP and Cam coming back at you. I don't know if you remember our name. Surely to God, you do. You better know. But it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute minute. since we've been in here talking and stuff like that. So we are going to re-introduce. Re-reforge? Re-reforge. We're going to re-kickstart this movement podcast. Um you know, and and to be honest, well, we've released you, a few recently. We, we have, but we've they were they were recorded, you know, months ago, um, <laughs> and and that we had some delays in in uh, distribution of the publication of those. Uh, no one's fault except for, I'll say mine, quite frankly, ours. We're a team. Um, so yeah, so so, but now we have some just amazing stuff. So we're going to talk about all that. But anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off, but. Uh, is there's a groove that is happening with it, and just in case anybody's wondering, there was nothing negative that caused um, the delay in distribution. It was quite the opposite. No, it's, it's it, to be honest with you, it's a pain of success. You know, I mean, yeah. and that's and that's what's that's what's so great. I mean, and and, and really love to all the listeners um, and everybody. And and you know, with that being said, you know the drill, right? Tell somebody about what we're doing here. Uh, make sure that you're sharing this. I know a lot of you um, that I've spoken with are very good about that. I've had conversations with people I've never met in my life um, about the Men Forge program and the movement, Shepherds of Men as a whole. Um, so make sure that you like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this on, whatever platform it is. Um, you know, one of the things that was really cool and 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 Cam shared this with me uh, with some of the analytics that we pulled off of some of the the uh, I think it was Spotify that you pulled it off mm-hmm. of yeah um, you know and 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 some of the stuff like we're we're a top ten percent podcast um, you know as far and, as sharing as far yeah. as sharing yeah which I mean is huge right and yeah. and thank you for those of you hearing this I mean that's that's amazing in, in the world we're in the top ten percent of shared podcasts. Yeah, you know, kind of. I mean, we 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 have a really high expectation and a high belief level, but that that kind of blew our mind a little bit. Yeah, um, and it's just a it's just a precursor. I mean, it's just the beginning, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, share the damn thing, uh, right. like the damn thing, like subscribe it, subscribe to the damn thing, comment on it, subscribe yeah. to it, download it, play it. Yeah. So I, for gifts, like you know, you buy yourself a gift card and <laughs> get yourself a five dollar Amazon. Make it a gift stocking card. stuffer. You can you get know, anything so. on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I you know, and I'm I'm pumped about it. You know, we started thinking about man, we we've really kind of, you know, not been in the studio doing the the podcast and stuff. And we started thinking about it. We're like, man, you know, a lot of that is because we're running the high carbon experience events mm-hmm. uh, that we've had, which have been wildly successful. And that is, yeah. that is not just us. That's a tribute to the team that we've, we've got around us. We talk about association all the time. We don't just talk about it. We, we practice it, right? Like we are surrounded by a bunch of people that are just very good at what they do. Um, and it, it makes that a much smoother process. So, you know, shout out to to all the individuals. I'm not going to name people because I don't want to leave anybody off. Uh, but that's been wildly successful. Um, you know, our clients that we're working with one on one, you know, Cam and I are very uh, passionate about that and getting results with, with individuals and stuff. So a lot of focus been going in on that. The men reforge program has gone from an idea to something that actually exists, um, you know, which is really cool to see. So all the growth and success um, and, and all the wins that we're getting, uh, you know, are, are great. Uh, but we, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're getting back to now where, okay, let's, let's do, let's do where the bread and butter's at, right? Like we want to make sure that, 
you know, we're, we're supporting our clients and stuff, but we also want to make sure that our outreach, um, it continues, continues to happen. Cause I know we got a lot of people that are, that are in different areas and to Cam's point, you know, I had somebody asking me like, Hey man, like you guys, you know, something happened. You guys not doing <laughs> the thing anymore. And I was like, no, we're absolutely doing the thing. And it's blowing up. Like, yep seen a lot of success with it and they're like oh okay i was like why what do you what do you well i haven't heard any new podcasts come out yeah. i was like oh yeah yeah you're right about that we haven't we haven't released <laughs> we have we are aware we are aware <laughs> and you know what's cool is as jp's talk, talk, talking about this telling the story i think about where we were just a year ago so like december of 21 so a year ago last month is when we really made the decision to have the first high carbon experience live event we really um, dialed in the men reforge program from what we had been kind of putting together uh, as a, a, a three person team prior to, to that, that point. And, um, and to think what's happened, the events we were able to run in 2022, the, the one-on-one clients that we've um, been able to serve in 2022, um, the guests that we had on our podcast in 2022 were just amazing. Um, and, and it's, it, it's like, there's a new foundation now there's a new level to, to, to start again from, you know, and, and probably, you know, people would tell you if, if the only purpose was to, um, to see how fast you could grow or to, you know, generate revenue or whatever it may be, we probably didn't do the best job of like, we didn't have a good game plan for that. Right. Um, and, and we, we understand that is important. And I think to, to JP's point, you know, one of the reasons we want to get back to the the heartbeat of where this thing started is because we do know that the men reforge program and the movement podcast are game changing, world changing platforms. Um, and it'd be selfish of us to not put forth the effort, the discipline, the intentionality, the planning, um, all the things that are necessary to continue to grow that platform and expose this system, not us, this system and this message to the world and the men of the world, because when we get the men right, we get the world right. And we have to have a bigger platform to reach more men. Um, it's necessary. It's important. And, and quite frankly, we've been uh, encouraged and lifted up and pushed and, you know, and pulled and every other kind of thing from, from people that are peers, but also uh, folks that we look up to quite a bit uh, in our industry um, that are like-minded and, you know, similar movements or whatever it may be that have their own niches, but they're like, bro, guys, like, is there some reason y'all don't want this to be huge? Like, seriously, like, is it, is, are y'all just trying to keep it small? Because you have it, right? You you have it. And that's not us. We're, we're not telling you this right now out of any kind of self-edifying, you know, uh, position or anything. Um, we know we have it because it wasn't our creation. It was given to us. Um, and we, we're going to be good stewards of it and make sure we give it to everybody else. <laughs> I don't know what this. that is. All of this, All this. given to us. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's, it's January, so you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, just got a new gym membership. Like you know, ninety percent of the rest of the world. Oh, that's right. But, but I'll still be in there in February. I was about to say the difference is I was just yeah. I, I was just reading a stat. So this is good for all of you. Uh, we all know uh, if if you spend any time in the gym or you're a dedicated gym goer. Um, I tend to use that because it's probably one of the easiest visuals that I can give to people as examples on how things work. I love the gym and I think that the gym is a wonderful thing uh, for a multitude of reasons that I'm not going to go into right now. But uh, I was reading something that said people with their uh, New Year's resolutions, they they will start and by 90 days in, 10 percent <laughs> of the, they took a random sample of several thousands of people. And 10% were still doing 
or still on track with doing what they originally had planned on in January. Now, I think a big part of that, and we've talked about this before, is is just uh, not understanding how to properly set goals, right? Not understanding how to figure out what they want, reverse engineer it uh, down to daily tasks that, but they also like, there's this, there's this thing like in society where it's like, okay, January 1st, what are you doing? What's your new year's resolution? Well, I'm going to do this and 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 I'm going to do this. And then they wake up the next day and they go, I ain't doing none of that shit. And then it's that paralysis right now that now there's, I got too much stuff. I'm not going to do like, you've got to really find out what you truly want or what you don't want you know, and then do the inverse of what you don't want, right? Like, I don't want to be a fat ass anymore. Okay. Right. What can you commit to? Because here's the thing. And this is something to avoid that... fat assism <laughs> to, to avoid fat, fat assery. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid fat assery. Right. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm going to the gym. That's a word, right? right. It is now. Well, so, but the, the, the fact of the matter is, and this is what people don't understand is when you make a new year's resolution every single year and you never follow through with it, like you're, yeah, yeah, you lie to yourself, man. Like that's, that's worse than complaining to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody's like, Hey, never let people hear you complain. Well, I I will add to that. I agree with it, but don't let yourself hear yourself complain Mm -hmm. either. You shouldn't be complaining in your head. You should be speaking victory, but how can you speak victory? If all you do is lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. All you do is say, hey, look, I'm going to do yeah. this. And then you don't do it, right? I yeah, and it, it erodes your self-image. You know, <laughs> your, your subconscious is is absorbing all of that. And, you know, you may not think that that's effect- directly affecting you, but you'd be so wrong. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's when, when you can't keep commitments to yourself. And we're all guilty of it. It's not a judgmental kind of thing. I mean, we're all guilty of it. But at some point, you got to get real with yourself and say, I'm going to actually finish what I started. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start what I said I was going to start, you know? So a lot of people, you know, get into this mentality of it's the beginning of the year. I'm going to do what everybody else is doing. You know, it's we're, we're so we're so trained as a society to just kind of follow suit, especially now with social media, because you're watching everybody else's life and you feel like you got to do what everybody else is doing because they're doing it. And nobody has any fucking idea why. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they look happy in the pictures. Right. Well, of course they do. They're not going to put the sad pictures on there. Right. <laughs> or the angry. Nobody's nobody's t- taking a selfie when they're pissed off. I'm going to start doing that just for the hell of it. I'm like, you know what? I stepped in dog shit this morning. I'm so pissed. I'm taking you know a picture what? of it. Look at me. I have put on at least another inch in my waist, you know, from eating yeah. this ice cream. It's 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to eat some ice cream. And I said I wasn't going to do that. I, I've gotten to where I like, I have really, I mean, you you know, and any of our listeners that were start, started listening to us early on, I was off of social media for about 10 years at least prior to us starting the movement podcast. And I reluctantly got back on because of just kind of out of necessity, but I'm kind of back to a point where I think the necessity is the brand page. And my personal is really not that necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and I, cause I have gotten in the last couple of years, I've had seasons where I'm like diving into it too much, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm it's consuming too much of my time or whatever. Or, the, you know, the input is not positive always or whatever it may be, especially you think about what's happened in the last couple of years with, in the world. You know, my God, there's been crazy, you know, uh, dialogue on, on every side of the spectrum. And lately I have been less, I have been intentional about sharing less on, the, on my personal socials because I just, as I start to do it, I'm kind of like, yeah, this stuff is important to me. And, you know, my kid doing that does make me proud or my wife and I doing this does make me happy, but that's just for us. I don't, nobody else really gives a shit anyways. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, the only reason I'm sharing it is because I want somebody to give a shit about it. Yep. But they don't. And I'll get some hearts or some likes or maybe a couple comments or you guys are so cute and awesome and all that kind of stuff. But the truth of the matter is why I, I just kind of want to enjoy it. Like, I just want to like not get so caught up in the sharing of the moment that I miss the moment, you know? Um, so anyways, I would, I would argue that a large percentage of the people that are on there that are your <clears throat> friends are waiting for you to fail. Um, just, just to validate Feel themselves. Better yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that your whole circle is like that. Obviously there, I think there's people that like, I no, get on there, a lot of assholes in my group. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get on there and I, I you know, I, gen, I genuinely cheer, you know, for people and stuff like that, because I know what it does for me, um, to, to do that from, from a genuine standpoint. And then, you know, I, I just, I've got to the point where I, I'm a highly, highly competitive individual. And I think that there's an area for that. Um, but I think that you got to be really careful if you are that type of person, um, when you start getting on social media, because there's no, there's no limit to it, right? Like I can go to a CrossFit competition that I'm training for and go in there. And I was just talking to my son about this the other day. And, and I was like, you know, work so hard that when you go to compete, you can't be mad at the guy that beats you. Yeah. The only way that you can be mad at the guy that beat you, if you didn't work your, is ass, if off. You didn't work your yeah. ass off. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, you didn't, you didn't leave it out there. But, and and he was like, that doesn't, what do, you, what do you mean? And I said, here's the thing. If I get beat by somebody in a competition, when I go out there and I step foot on the floor, knowing how hard I worked to get ready for that competition, I want to shake his hand. Respect. I'm not mad at yeah. him. It's mad respect yeah. for that guy because I know I gave it my all, but oftentimes where I was going with that was from a competition standpoint, that's healthy. Right. But what's not healthy is when you're comparing every bit of your life to the rest of the world. Right. Like I take a sample of 50,000 people and I'm like, oh, I'm not the hottest guy in there. I don't have the best body in there. The, the, the real thing is, is my body better today than it was yesterday. Right. That's and now if it's it not, always goes back to me versus me. Yeah, it's, it, it, and it should be because you want to rob your joy. Start comparing yourself to everybody on social media. That That's yeah. how you rob your joy. And there are yeah. so many people that do that. And they wonder why everybody's miserable. I just I, I, I just was reading a disgusting statistic and I'm not going to uh, mention the numbers. Cause I don't remember what they are. I know there's like 60% of all statistics are made up anyways, but 62. Uh, is it 62? 62% of the statistics yeah. are all made up anyways. But it was like this massive number of kids that they polled in high school that have either self-diagnosed themselves with de depression or oh, at least some this. point in their life, they contemplated suicide. Oh no, we were talking about this earlier. That's yeah. 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 Crazy. Like, I, I remember, like, if somebody was contemplating suicide when we were in high school, like, and I don't feel like that was that long it's ago. way outside the box. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, yeah. dude, like, somebody do something. Like, like this, this is serious. Is bad. Well, now, part of it, too, is another piece of it is we have desensitized ourselves to so much yeah. through social media, <laughs> through, you know, movies, all that kind of stuff. And I, and I know, you know, oh, you sound like your dad now. Like, yeah, I get it. But it's back the in truth. The day. Back in the day, you know, you didn't <laughs> see. No, I mean, there was stupid shit on movies back in the day, too, but... It was a, a video that you had to intentionally put into a cassette player or a player and watch it. It wasn't constantly bombarding you 24 seven on your phone that you carry with you everywhere. And so whether it's video games, whether it's social media, whether it's whatever, there's this, just, uh, we have become desensitized to some really harsh shit, you know, yeah. and, and some stuff that we're seeing a lot, you know, like whether it be, you know, criminal activity or whether it be, uh, and I mean, that could cover a huge gamut, but physical things like murder, rape, all those yeah. kinds of stuff, suicide. They're just so commonplace in conversation and in visualization now 
um, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, and then, and then there's, you know, all the other little stuff. It, so it just, it creates this world where it's like, uh, it, it, it's more of an option to think about that. Like, it's just kind of, kind of, nor- it's not a big deal. I mean, I, I, I still like, and I catch myself doing it. You hear about like so-and-so, you know, this happened, this person's head got chopped off and you're like, whoa. But then it's kind of, the feeling's gone. You know, like, yeah. It should mean more than that. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it really should. It shouldn't. That's, yeah. That should be a, a crazy feeling like I can't imagine this happened as opposed to, yeah, the same thing just happened yesterday on this other social media yeah. post. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it, it, and it's funny you say that because it's a lot of stuff that we see now. You start to you start to hear it so often it becomes normalized and stuff like mm-hmm. this human trafficking stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Human trafficking, blah, 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 blah. That's a big fucking deal. Right. Man, like that is not that is not something like that should infuriate every single human on this planet. That and the the uh, God, what do they call what's what's the new the new thing for the pedophiles? Um whatever it is they got a name for them right like this this group of people have normalized oh that it's like that's that's an actual um attraction that they have and it's normal because that's how they were born who they are right yeah Yeah, that's just that's just who they are right and and promiscuous people that are in who they are might be dead if they come around my neighborhood 100 you know but you know and that goes that goes back to the whole reason that we started this right like there is a line that will be drawn, you know, and, and, and we're, we're more than happy to stand up and draw the line and take the arrows. Uh, I have zero, zero issue with that, but uh, there's, there's a lot of things that come from that stuff, but it it really, the the good news is though, um, to your point is if you're strong enough, all you gotta do is hit that little button on the side of your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just hold down on the app that's on there and you can hit the little X at the top. You just, just keep the uh, Spotify or something so you can listen to us. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, but the truth of the matter is, and we talk about this all the time. This is, this is what's freaking crazy to me. So my, my six-year-old came in and was talking about how all the kids in his class have their own phone. I said, you're in first grade. Jeez. All the kids in his class, they all got phones. Blah, blah, blah. And I heard my wife, cause I was working. I heard my wife go, I don't care who has a phone. You will not have a phone mm-hmm. for a long time. And he was like, well, when, when, what's a long time? She said, it probably when you're about 12. Maybe, I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm driving personally for me maybe, when you're driving. Yeah. Maybe even older you get than a that. license. And he was like, what? Like, dude, look, like you have no idea. And I I get it. Like I was young, you know, at one time. Too. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, but it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's difficult to explain to your child, you know, with something they've never experienced and they don't understand. But like when you don't have the maturity to be an architect of the environment that you're exposing yourself to all the time, you're exposing you're, you're, them to the uh, unfiltered entire world. Yeah. You, but, you can find anything you want and it ain't that hard on there. Well, and it's, we're already bad enough about attention span and, you know, just as well as I do, just like we talk, we teach with the men and forge program, you know, your ability to focus on things, your ability to be consistent, uh, consistency of effort towards stuff is critical. And everything that we do now is, is a, a 10 second clip. Yep. If it's longer than 10 seconds, it loses our, our attention span, unless you're listening to this and then you're yep. sucked in for the whole 30, 45 Well, minutes. then you just can't help yourself. Like, my God, these guys are entertaining. <laughs> God, I love these some bitches. <laughs> they're better on YouTube because they're sexy as hell, too. Because we can see them, yeah. So, by the killed. way, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go on over to YouTube and subscribe there as well. And subscribe to the damn thing. We joke about this, guys, but we're, we're serious. It's important. You know? No, it really uh, is. It, it is. Uh, share it. I mean, that's it, we'll only reach everyone together, and, and we believe it's important that we do. So yeah. even if you know one dude that uh, just needs to hear some truth every now and then, we will be happy to give it to him. Yeah. 
So, okay. So we, we talked about a couple of things. So we, we talked, we went bright light. We went a little bit dim on some things that, you know, obviously <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not real happy with, but uh, another, uh, well, I guess it'd be a mixture, right? So uh, Damar Hamlin, you know, safety for the, mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills. Um, I'm sure if you're listening to this, I'm not exactly sure when this is coming out. Uh, we just hired a, a content um, creator for us. Thank God. Oh, that was fun. something else I was going to mention on the front end. So, so moving forward, we, we, there's no, a foreseen reason for us to have gaps in distribution of our content um, because we are no longer, you just got super blurry. Did I start drinking? (laughs) Your camera was adjusting. I'm like, wow, I don't even have anything here. One of my pecs Um, jumped. Oh, okay. Is that what it was? (laughs) And it gave me a seizure. Um, But uh, you know, uh, we, we have done pretty much everything from just like grassroots as you can be and, you know, figuring it out as we go and, uh, there's a lot of great things about that. We're, we've learned a lot and uh, we've been able to to keep the, the the message and the brand pure to what we believe it's supposed to be. Um, but we've also reached a point where capacity does not allow us to handle every piece of it. And, you know, by the grace of God and some amazing uh, friends, we were introduced to uh, awesome dude that's handling content distribution, podcast distribution, websites, all that kind of stuff. So anyways, that said, now all we have to do is run our damn mouths and uh, somebody else will chop it up, make it look good. So, so stay tuned and stay plugged in and you'll see plenty of things coming out. And I feel like that had somewhere else to go with that, but that's plenty. No, that's, and that's good for y'all as far as the listeners and, and consumers and stuff. Cause I know that we've had uh, some questionable camera angles, some questionable camera quality, some questionable audio quality. We've probably lost several hours of content at some point or another. Probably. We didn't post it or definitely record it or whatever, you know, it may have been. So uh, we're, we're going to be more on our game now because we wised up and hired people that that's their forte. That's what they do. So um but where was oh so the 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 Damar uh, Hamlin thing so it, it really really tragic scene yeah. of events that happened if you were watching that game between the Bengals and the Bills um you know and I I wasn't watching it um after after Michigan just decided to take a shit right there in the middle of the college football playoffs and then let a team that they were better than beat them um you know i mean that may be debatable i mean they weren't better than them that day that you're right tcu played a better game whatever i mean when you spot a team 21 points like you know i it's it's kind of it's kind of challenging bitter man it is it is you know what you need to do you need to live in my world where a nine win (laughs) season a nine win season is like winning a damn yeah dude no, like, I got it. You get yeah. eight and nine win seasons at Mississippi State. You're like, dude, this is great. Let's just stay here. This is right. This if is we got nice to, if we got to the playoff and we lost in the first round of the playoff, we'd still be talking about the fact that we got to the playoff. Right? <laughs> it's not a well, problem. Now, yeah. No. No. You're right. You're right. And it's it was a it was a hell of a year. But I I kind of stopped watching football. I don't watch a ton of NFL, anyways. Uh, but anyways, that so like he goes down after the hit, right? So cardiac arrest, I believe, was the thing, and then they had some like blood um in his lungs or whatever, and they had to have him face down. They had to resuscitate him on the field, mm-hmm. um, from what I understand. So his heart stopped there. Then they got him to the hospital. And then they had to resuscitate him again in the hospital, and they had to have him on his stomach because of the fluid that was on his lungs, and he's still um in the hospital now, um, as of the fourth. Um, so 
but really, really tragic, you know, thing there. But one of the one of the bright spots on this is where, like, I still have you know faith in humanity. I think that most people are good. I think that we're fed a lot of bullshit. Um, I think we're yeah. fed a lot of propaganda. I think that's probably the most dangerous thing to our society right now is propaganda. But um, we saw like like on live television, a broadcaster, mm-hmm. the Dan Olavsky was on on live television you know, uh, announcing and stuff and decides that he's like, you know what? I just, I feel like I need to pray right now. I'm prayed live on television. Now, whether you believe in that or not, like who cares? Like, I don't care if you're Christian, Jew, Muslim, atheist, whatever it is. That was, that was somebody truly pouring their heart out for somebody else. And that can, uh, that situation. And then when we were talking about the other coaches, you know, meeting afterwards and stuff and, and the bills head coach saying, Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I, I don't need to be here coaching this game. I need to be at the hospital. Yeah. This was, uh, Zach, what, Zach something is the Bengals coach. Yeah, I um, I can't think of his last name. If you can look it up. Um, good anyways, it, so apparently right when it happened, obviously crazy stuff going on in the field. Um, and the referee refs were going to both sidelines and, and basically the Bengals coach and the Bills coach were like, this is stupid. We're, he, I think what he said was we're playing telephone. Let's just get together, you know, on one sideline. Let's like actually talk to each other and see how we want to handle this. And so basically he said, as soon as he walked up to Sean McDermott, the first thing he said was I need to be at the hospital with DeMar. I can't be coaching this game. Right. And, and Zach something, um, whatever. Zach Taylor. Taylor. Thank you. Zach Taylor basically was like, it just showed me exactly what kind of man Sean McDermott was, where his priorities lie. Um, it, he said it said it said everything I needed to know about that that dude forever, right? And he said, of course, there was no pushback on our part of that that was the right thing to do, you know, yada yada yada. And they did. They ended up canceling the rest of the game, and you know these different kinds of things. But but I agree, JP, with what you're saying. Like it's so encouraging because we do get, you know, we get thrown all this garbage a lot. Right. We get, you know, negative this, so-and-so should have done this. So-and-so didn't do that. And it's, it comes from all sides. It's not a, that's not a political statement. It, it you know, the, the whole political side of things is so garbage now anyways. Um, and everybody's taking part in it, but it's, it's so nice to see, you know, one example of a dude going, I'm going to be bold about my faith. I'm going to be bold about what I believe. And I'm on a platform with millions of people are watching right now. And what my heart is telling me is I need to say a prayer for this man. What was cool is the other two, the lady and the other dude that's a, a, a former uh, athlete, former football player as well, joined right in, you know, and Orlovsky was like, I'm going to bow my head. I'm going to close my eyes. and I'm going to say a prayer to God because yeah. we believe in prayer. And yeah, again, like JP said, if you don't believe in that, that's fine. Right. I mean, maybe we should talk later, but <laughs> it, the point is he stood on his beliefs and he did what he felt right. Especially in a time when that is, I, I have no doubt he's going to get all kinds of pushback from from some you know whatever different groups mm-hmm. but the fact is um he he just uh I, I forgot what i was saying the fact is that stuff is not 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 only is it um not celebrated right now but it's censored and it's stomped on and all those kinds of things so he really stepped up and then the whole thing with sean mcdermott it's it, it's cool to see a guy that is a coach of a professional football team in the nfl um winning games when it, you know, really they're in a hunt for the Super Bowl this year. Yep. Uh, he has an opportunity to, for the first time to take his team to the Super Bowl. Um, and they're, they're right in the hunt for it. He makes millions and millions and millions of dollars. He does all these different things. And his number one priority was his player, his dude. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just, it, it's so encouraging to see that and understand that there are men out there that are actually real leaders. He didn't worry about a dollar bill. He didn't worry about the record. He didn't worry about stats. He didn't worry about anything except that dude. Yeah. And that's where we need to get back to, uh, you know, praising that kind of stuff. Right. Like, and, and really like that stuff needs to be highlighted and not even necessarily praising it, but from, from a highlight standpoint, right? Like we always highlight, you know, the shitheads, right. We always Mm -hmm. highlight the guys that are doing the stuff they're not supposed to be doing. And, and we're guilty of it too, right? It's good content. Like we, we talk, we talk about that stuff because it tends to be what's in the tablets, tends to be what's in the news. It tends to be what people are talking about and stuff, but we've got to get to the point where we look at stuff like that and go, man, like this is the real MVP right mm-hmm. here like the, these guys right here are the real mvp like there are people uh, i think it was t higgins uh, that he hit but there are people that are attacking him because of that situation there are there are people there are people that are over here raising all kinds of hell about them not playing that game out because it's such a you know a, a, so crucial a, to the a, outcome yeah, of the season a, a big game yeah it's crucial to the outcome. it goes back to the whole decent like decent side like that's a human life bro yeah like that's <laughs> got so much more value than any football game or any season. Yeah. And I looked it up. One person has died on a football field. Only never. one person has ever died on a football field. Like that's a big deal, man. Like, um, but you know, and, and that goes to everything, right? Like th- that goes all the way down. Like we talk about the, you know, changing the culture and the, the movement and what we're doing with shepherds of men. And that shit doesn't start in politics. That shit doesn't mm-hmm. start at a high level. That shit starts in the home. That shit starts in the community that 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 starts where you stop tolerating the bullshit and you start praising the good stuff. Right. Like you start looking at dads that are doing what they're supposed to be doing in their in their families. Right. And you start bringing that stuff up. So kids have something to look at. Right. Like instead of instead of talking about, uh, you know, this rapper or or this this guy that's a player over here or uh, what's Dan Blitzer, whatever his name is. so he's got he's got a beard he's wealthy his family i think um passed down some money to him stuff like that but he's a social media influencer and everywhere he goes he's getting on a yacht or he's getting on a jet or something like that and he's got 16 girls around him <laughs> right now and they're all beautiful girls and stuff and it's just just a lust fest right and, and don't get me wrong like don't, like I, I, whatever to each his own but as a society we've got to get away from that cheap yeah. shit at some point and go hey wait a minute it's not where the values are. For one, you ain't gonna live like that player. Like mm-hmm. that dude, that dude is that that dude had a lot of money handed to him. Um, I don't know his whole story, so I don't wanna I don't wanna bash him on that. He may be a great businessman. I have no idea. Um, don't really care, but we'll glorify the hell out of that, right? But then, you know, another one that's like the, I don't know if you heard about the John Stockton story and stuff like that, but like John Stockton would show up in his van to practice or to games his in his band with his kids and yeah. make sure his kids get where they need to go and stuff. And his wife gets where she needs to go. And, and they said like players would talk about like him coming in, like this little white dude coming out there, you know, to the, the basketball court and he'd come pull up in his little minivan and take his kids out and make sure they had, they were all set up and they had what they needed and stuff like that. And then he'd come out there and bust your ass. One of the on greatest the point guards ever. <laughs> yeah. Go bust your ass on the court and stuff. Like those are the type of, you know, yeah. examples that, that we got to highlight and stuff we got to make sure that you know communities are looking at because that's what kids look at right like we wonder we we feed them all this garbage about you know like sell drugs bitches and hoes and all this stuff and everything that's that's glorified around all that stuff and then we wonder yeah why the communities turn to shit because they don't know any better they, they don't you're literally programming them to yeah turn to shit 
they don't they don't know any better. But this is a really good example that like I really like because it's very high profile, right? Mm-hmm. Because the game did matter. It was two good teams and stuff like that, and it happened. And I hate that the circumstances in which it did happen, but the response, yeah. responsibility, right? your ability to respond to situations, the response that happened from that was overwhelmingly encouraging. Now there's, there's bullshit stuff going on. Like Skip Bayless came out talking about, you know, that game should have never been canceled that, you know, whatever, you know, happens. Well, and, 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 and I saw some follow-up on that too. So I'm not sure how, I don't know what the, it, it, it was basically, who knows, who knows? He, yeah. he could be just totally off base and, and a total ass. Um, but it was something that was in a tweet. And this goes back to what we were talking about before. Like, yeah, Look, I, I know Twitter can be a valuable tool, but for the most part, it just all it does is cause damage, in my opinion, because people put their two cents out quickly, you know, just like mm. opinion, boom, 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 yep. you know, and then you, you, I was gonna say you can't take it back. I guess you can, but then it's like, but they retracted their tweet. Yeah, all that means is they 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 are upset that you heard them or whatever, you know, <laughs> like or they got in trouble, so they're gonna take it back like some lame ass apology. But the, the truth is, people mouth off on Twitter. And, you know, it, and it can be misconstrued too, just like, just like a text, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so anyways, that's a, a, you know, another topic for another time. I will say this. Um, if you don't, well, so I am trying to, I'm not trying, I am becoming better at uh, my response time. Number one, on giving myself an opportunity to think before I speak in general. Uh, I have always... <laughs> often been known to do the opposite uh i i can be very opinionated and i of course i think i'm right why would i say it if i didn't think i was right i've never understood why anybody yeah do you think you're right of course that's why i said it out loud uh in public but you know i i remember back in school i'd get in trouble for kind of like popping off something real quick and maybe being a little bit of a smart ass or whatever and i remember telling a teacher like look man i get it but i hear it the same time you do (laughs) <laughs> and i uh, as soon as i hear it i have the same face you have i'm like oh no you shouldn't have said that right but um and so we live in this world now though where it's it's kind of cool because you can draw attention to yourself and like everybody's a keyboard warrior you know and everybody everybody's a badass on their phone uh because they hadn't got punched in the face yet uh but even in internally like so so i and i'm just saying this to maybe help somebody else that needs to hear this because um, I'm in, have the opportunity to be in a lot of group texts. Some of them are awesome. Some of them I didn't ask to be in. Um, so th- prior to my new development here of understanding what's most important and being the best example and, and man, as I'm growing in that, I, I would gladly throw my two cents in, you know, 15 times a whole, you know, 30 cents. Um, I, I mean, often, and, and the truth of the matter is it made me feel good. It, it still, it still does. It makes me feel good. Like if, if I can rattle something back to somebody and it's, you know, it's well said, it's like a mic drop and I, you know, you feel you peacock and everything else, you feel good about it, but you didn't accomplish shit. Right. Because the people on the other side, not, number one, they didn't read it the way you said it. So it wasn't nearly as good to them as it was to you. Right. <laughs> right. Cause there's no inflection. There's no body language. There's no nothing. Um, number two, they, they, who knows how they actually interpreted it. And then their response back, it ends up going, and we all know that we've all been there, whether it be on Facebook, on comments, whether it be on text messages, whatever it may be, emails, it, it goes nowhere, right? So my my new thing, I don't make resolutions, but my new thing, and I've implemented as of this week, is if if I, I'm just, and this goes back to the social media thing, it's just, I'm just, 
backing away from it because yeah. that the the person that I'm talking to does not think like I think, and there's no way they're going to understand what I'm saying. Hmm. And especially if they're just reading it in their own own voice and their own thoughts. So, anyways, I just got on a tangent there because this is fresh for me. But again, maybe it helps somebody. To like, if you're a dude out there and you feel like you know, if it's feeding your ego to blast people. Just maybe consider going, I'm not going to blast them. Not even going to respond. Matter of fact, I'm going to remove myself from the environment. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, might just be a better move. Yeah. Well, you know, a, a big eye opener on stuff like that for me is I was, you know, big, big, tough guy for a long time. And I always had to be the, you know, the one that, that won the, either won the argument or asserted my dominance in certain situations and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll never forget my, my stepdad a long time ago. Cause I, I used to always get mad when, you know, I, whoever I was dating or whatever, like if somebody would go by riding by and whistle or something like that, I'd get mad or, you know, whatever. And he, he, he told me, he said, Hey, I'd, tell you how to fix that right there i was like yeah go open a can of whoopus on them huh and uh he was like well yeah you could go around and whoop everybody's ass if, if that's what you want to do or get your ass whooped on some occasions and stuff and uh he said but i'll tell you how to fix it for sure so how do you do that and he said go get an ugly chick Exactly. I said, "What I'm offended you would say that?" I, I said, "What?" He said, "Go get an ugly chick. Nobody will holler at him." He's Bad like, "Dude, if, girls." He said, "You got to learn how to be a little bit more emotionally stable with stuff like that." He yeah. said, "You can't go out and get mad every time somebody does something." He said, "When you respond to everything, they win, right?" Yeah. So you know, you keep that in mind, and and Cam, like as you as you were talking about there, that's that that is. That is key. I mean, and I don't care if you're in the corporate environment or whatever it is that will save your ass on a lot of occasions. Cause a lot of times what you'll do, and, and this is, this is what I do at work. Cause people piss me off at work all the time. I will actually type up a response email and I will archive it until the next day. And I'll come back and read it the next day. And I'm telling you right now, no, no lie. Nine times out of 10, I don't send it. Yep. Well, that's, that's a good practice. Yeah, to get practice, and you know, on top of that, to get back to kind of where I, this came from, the whole Skip Bayless tweet or whatever. Um, what's what's wild to me is how much time is spent on commentary on somebody's okay. tweet. Yeah. My God, you watch yeah. Sports Center, and it's like a half hour episode of everybody breaking down what LeBron meant yeah. by these eight words that he put on Twitter. Yeah. Number one, who gives a shit? You're right. Right. Especially from LeBron. Yeah. I mean, like there cannot possibly be anybody I could care less about. Right. <laughs> but, but homeboy basically essentially sent a text out to millions of people and we're having a whole TV show to yeah. try to determine what he really meant. Was there some kind of underlying? T so this is what we've reduced ourselves to as a society yeah. is, is, is that is like we have commentators to interpret tweets. Just think of the, just say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> How stupid does that sound? We have commentators that sit around and argue and determine what tweets are intended to mean from athletes that should just be playing basketball, right? Yeah. Oh, no, what do you mean? He's not allowed to have an opinion? No, he can have an opinion. Hell, I mean, what what right do I have to be having this podcast? I don't know. It's other than God put a message on our heart um, and, a, and a mission in our heart to deliver it. Uh, so, yeah, I guess he can say whatever he wants and he can be. But ultimately... I don't give a damn. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Show me some highlights, please. Yeah. And I think that's, I, you know, sometimes I think some of that stuff is fabricated too. Like, Hey, you're going to fall on the sword this month. You're oh, going to say sure. something. I mean, it's you're going to say something. Yeah. You're going to yeah. say something stupid. Give us something to talk about for the next month. 
or whatever. But no, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, and it's the, the internet has become the bathroom stall. Um, you know, like everybody just writes their, their shit in there and stuff. But the problem with it is there are so many people that take that stuff for gospel. Like, yeah. like it, it, what's even worse than the commentary that comes from it is sometimes when you see some of these people posting stuff, there will, there will literally be thousands of comments on it. Thousands of comments. Wow, and the it? comments are people arguing with each other inside yeah. Yeah. the thing, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hundred percent transparent with you. Some of the most entertaining stuff is not what they say, <laughs> but the morons that are arguing with each other on the inside. Yeah. Like some guy lives, you know, in Saskatchewan and the other guy lives <laughs> in Tucson, Arizona or something. They're arguing. He's like, I'll whip your ass. No, oh, fuck you. You must they be mean a Trump it, man. supporter. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Where'd that come from? <laughs> God. But, but I mean, just think about how silly, you know, now I, I, I pray to God, but I, I doubt this is the case, but I pray to God that neither one of those dudes has a wife or kids that could stand some extra quality time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or maybe some more resources that they could have worked harder for, or, you know, maybe family members that are in need or a community that needs serving or anything like that. And don't, don't misunderstand. It's not us sitting here saying like, we got that all figured out. We're perfect. And everything <laughs> we do is, you know, you know, everything we do is in service to others. It's not, we're some selfish bastards sometimes too, you know? Um, but sometimes it's important. Actually, oftentimes it's important to be selfish and, and make sure you're um, growing yourself so you can serve others properly. But, um, but, but, you know, it, it's just, uh, I think that, you know, honestly, that's, what was it? 2019, which is wild. Uh, when we first started, uh, launching it? the movement. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. Um, when we first started launching the movement and, uh, a lot of the conversation was just being fed up with where we saw males going, you know, mm -hmm. where we saw the, you know, the lack of leadership from the male role and the amount of distractions that were pe men were allowing into their lives and lack of priority, lack, lack of intentionality. And, you know, that ultimately led to, uh, the movement podcast, which led to, uh, the high carbon experiences and the men reforge program, which have now led to, uh, an association of incredible men and peers, uh, that are on their own missions, but we are able to collaborate, you know, collectively work together to impact men for the better. Um, and now even our own men reforge program being expanded into, you know, from a, from a one-on-one -on -one coaching program that we feel pretty damn good about. And, um, you know, again, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about when I was in school. Like sometimes you say something and then you hear it the same time they do. Well, oftentimes when, when our program has been developing throughout these last few years, um, it comes to us, uh, and, and we're like, wow, that's pretty good. But so I know it's not mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you really, you really, it, but it's, but it's encouraging, but you, you know, I, I called JP the other night and I was fired up out of my mind and I was like, bro, I had to call you. It's not something I wanted to text. Da, da, da. you know, this is this, this is this. And it all just came to me when I was thinking about this and he's done the same to me. And, and what it is, is, is you get excited about it because you realize that, that really God has said, okay, here's the next piece. Here's the next piece, you know, add this to the puzzle and it'll start coming more and more clear. And this is how we're going to change men. This is how we're going to, this is how we're going to build dudes. This is how we're going to uh, remove ourselves from all this bullshit distraction things that we're talking about. And so now we've got three tiers to our men reforge program. Um, get active, get real and get some pumped about that. We're going to be 
kind of talking about that at the next uh, high carbon experience. But anyways, I get off on tangents and then go down these things that I get really excited about somewhere in there. We were talking about something else. Nope. That was it. We were talking about skip sending out that. Skip Bayless uh, got all that. Yeah. Out of no, Hey, that's, that's good. That's the whole point in this, right? Like it's yeah. a conversation. We let it go where it goes. The, the whole idea behind this was always to play it off the cuff. Um, you know, be very real uh, with y'all. We, we always, we always said that we're going to be true to ourselves first um, in this and we're not doing this to necessarily create a following. We're not going to cater to people. We're not going to waver based on what we think that society wants from us. Uh, we're going to give what we think society needs, um, you know, and then we're going to, we're going to glorify the guys that, and I keep using the word glorify, we're going to lift up the guys that are doing the right things. You know, and I mm -hmm. think that's something that you're going to hear us doing regular. I don't think that's something you're going to hear us doing regularly, like the, the Zach Taylors of the world and Sean yeah. McDermott's of the world. And, you know, we Tom should reach Brady. out to them to see if we can get them on. That's not, not if. We'll reach out to them, see when they want to get on. Yeah, see when they would like probably to after the podcast. season. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, we probably, probably after, after they win the Super Bowl, Bowl but yeah. it's okay. But uh, you know, and I think that you know, Tom Brady donated like I think it was like six million dollars to you know the the um, little charity thing that they have going on with it and stuff like that. And you see a lot of people, and it's not about the amount of money; um, it's just about all these guys, you know, coming together and saying, you know, it's, it's a brotherhood, you know, and that's what I think every man yearns for, um, you know, and to put another shameless plug in there, that's what the men reforge program was designed for is for mm -hmm. men to have a brotherhood um, because it's not necessarily that Cam and I, I mean, we've, we've got, uh, I mean, probably combined over 30 years of personal growth experience, mm -hmm. um, you know, reading books, being around mentorship and things of that nature. But what we knew that we could create was a community of men that wanted to live at a higher standard that we could give other men access to. Yeah. Um, because, you know, your, your association is, is unbelievably critical. Um, and and I, I just, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Cause I think that, I think that, you know, the, the situation that happened is unbelievably tragic. I mean, it's not tragic, obviously with, from a death perspective, because he is doing good. I think he's at like 50% oxygen. Now he was a hundred percent oxygen. Um, now he's, now he's 50%, uh, supplemented. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, obviously we would want it to be in a different situation, but if you want to find the silver lining and things like that, I think that that's, you know, just a, you know, just rekindling our faith in, in society and manhood, you know, as a whole. And that's what we need is, is men to step up in situations like that and go, I don't give a shit about your ratings. I don't give a shit about this Super Bowl. There is a human life that could possibly die here. I'm a man of faith and I'll never hide that shit. I'm going to pray on live TV right now. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's where I give, I give people, you know, credit in those situations. It's not just cause I'm a Christian. If you stand up for your beliefs and you truly believe what you're doing is right. Um, then, you know, it, it goes to that I had a whole long conversation. We don't have to, time to talk about that, but we were watching the Avengers and I had that whole thing about Thanos, you know, and I, I had to, you know, explain to my son that Thanos isn't really a bad guy. And he was like, well, how can you possibly say that? And, you know, I said, dude, Thanos in his mind is not a bad guy. Thanos thinks he's doing a service mm -hmm. to society. He believes that he's doing a service to society by cutting out half the population so that people don't suffer, starve and die. Right. Like that's what he believes in his heart. Now, does that mean that, you know, everybody that believes what they're doing is right is right? No, probably not. And I'm not necessarily the judge of that. But what we will do is create a construct where principles and values are what we stand on. And they will be very clear. You can join us if you want to. If you don't want to, then hell with you. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, we don't even care. <laughs> uh, but 
I mean, I, I don't know. Is it Cam? I know we're we're kind of reaching up on the hour. I know we're gonna try to keep this one a little bit a little bit tight as kind of a, a reintroduction. But. reintro yeah i i mean this this has been awesome uh for me personally um so it, it's it's good to be back at it and uh you know one thing i'll say just because uh we're big about making sure we're sharing something that's on our heart if it hits us at the right moment um we never want to filter and uh just as a man just just speaking to the dudes right now i know we have some others that listen to us but speaking to the dudes that really are truly listening to this so they can be better and they can really maybe gain guidance um because they never had it, never had examples, whatever. Um, I, I've, I've been fortunate to have some great examples in my life, right? Uh, I really have. And I, and I won't get into all of it right now, uh, quite frankly, because there's, there's some kind of some fresh wounds uh, and I don't want to get emotional on this particular podcast, but it has um, never been more abundantly clear to me how important your, your legacy is as a man um, and how important it is to live a good life and be a good dude um, a good husband, a good father, a good grandfather, a good leader, good, whatever. Um, just do it right. It's, in, it's necessary. And it's important because you just don't understand, uh, how much you will have an impact on people on your own next generation and, and those that you come encounter with and that you influence. Um, and you know, a, a side note for those that, um, maybe have lost their way in reality, uh, or whatever it may be, just always be willing to be the bigger person, you know, always be able to be mature enough to be in environments <clears throat> that are the right. So it's the right thing to do. Okay. And, you know, without getting into too much, just, just know as a dude, you should do what's right, regardless of whatever circumstance, regardless of whatever else is happening, regardless of the biggest thing, regardless of whoever else is there, regardless of who might be uncomfortable, regardless of who might be mad, regardless of who you don't like, it doesn't matter. If you, it, it, one of the biggest things that I think we can do as men is to show up, right? Showing up is such a critical piece throughout our life. Just being there. It doesn't have to be a lot of words. It doesn't have to be a lot of actions. A lot of times it just has to be, somebody has to be able to look over and go, he's here. Right. And I, and I'm, I'm speaking to the men. I think there's, you know, the same role for, for women in a lot of cases, but, but be mature enough to be able to be there for people, regardless of anything else, if it's the right thing to do. Okay. Um, and I just, I, I'll leave it at that, but just to understand that is highly, highly critical right now. So. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think, I think ultimately there's just, you know, men need to find what their values are, right? Like they're the, the qualities or standards that, that govern the behavior of your actions, like what, what you do, um, you know, don't, don't just do stuff because it's seems popular or because, or, or don't not do stuff. I think, more so we 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 do not do certain things mm -hmm. because we're worried about criticism. Yeah, I want to put that a different way because I feel like I churched it up too much. Don't be a pussy because you're worried about hurting somebody's feelings. Let me just say it that way. <laughs> right. Or you're worried about getting arrows shot at you. Yeah. Just if you're not getting yeah, if it's it's like the old uh what was it the old saying? Um if uh if you don't if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we have a lot of people that live in that. I mean, we call them sheep, right? I mean, that's a pretty common <laughs> term nowadays. We call them sheep, and that's that's really what it is. Uh we need more leaders, uh, not more sheep. But um, but yeah, I'm 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 pumped about getting back on the mic. This was good for me too. And Hales, as Cam said, yeah. yeah, dude. So from from a disclaimer here, we we are not uh perfect by any means. So oftentimes, and I'll speak for myself personally, oftentimes <clears throat> I say things on here because I need to hear them too. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, I, I learned something from somebody every single day. I don't have all the answers. Cam doesn't have all the answers. I've only met one person that does. Um, and that's usually, uh, you know, throughout the day they hang out with me. So, um, <laughs> But, um, Three you know, of them. <laughs> yeah, actually a holy trinity <laughs> yeah. associated with that one. Um, but we're happy to be back on the mic. Happy to have some fun. Um, you know, hopefully this was insightful for all of you. Uh, hopefully it was a little bit entertaining, uh, with it and stuff, but we'll continue to start doing this on a regular yep. basis. Uh, one of the things that we do have coming down the pipe, Cam kind of made a little plug to it, uh, as we've got our, our high carbon experience three coming up in February, February 11th. HCE3? Um, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a droid HCE3. on Star, Star Trek HCE3. <laughs> High carbon experience three. It's going to be uh, super impactful. Uh, we've got uh, several testimonies associated with the, t- the past two. Um, to be honest with you, they 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 went off without a hitch and, and really kind of blew our mind uh, at, at how well they went and how impactful it was for them. But on top of that, uh, for some of you uh, just looking to get involved in some things, we will have uh, a smaller ticket item uh, that will give you exclusive access to some of the community um, that we are building within the Shepherds of Men and the Men Reforged program. Um, and that is the Get Active um, uh, program that Cam alluded to earlier in the active stands for association, confidence, tenacity, integrity, vision, and etiquette. So it's the characteristics that we believe build an influential man. Um, and that is something that, that you will be able to tap into uh, for a pretty manageable price. We had some people reach out and and wanted to figure out how they could get involved. Um, and, and we're just not in a position in their life where they could invest heavily in themselves. Um, it's and, basically uh, just, you're not plugging into the, the one-on-one, deep dive, uh, right. super intentional stuff time. You know, there's a lot of time, intense time, uh, that's given both by myself and JP and, and the client that we're working with on our full, you know, men reforge, get real program. So this get active option is going to be huge for those that are kind of moving into the personal development, personal growth and understanding the importance of doing it. Um, but just maybe taking some baby steps. Yep. It'll be chock full of, uh, several training, uh, aspects, um, you know, that, that are, that are, um, uh, portions of the, the ethos, each one's a subcategory of the ethos, um, that you'll get some practical application associated with it and some understanding of why, um, those areas are important and how you can implement those into your life to become a more influential Mm -hmm. man. So, uh, Cam, any closing words? Nope. That's it. That's all I got, man. Hey, with that, we love you guys. You've been part of the movement.